go let me go oh no my sweet lady my little man he is swearing at me he's smacking me with his hands he's smacking me he's smacking me kissing me on the lips he's saying hey to me hey hey how's it going you are my friend Wanna be best friends with you for every, every day. Hey guys, it's the one and only Michael Dupree, Variety Hour, on every podcast provider in... Every single one. In and around God's her green her earth. It's episode 69 today, guys. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> and what better way to spend... Such a momentous episode with my own one on one with my own flesh and blood. Yep. <laughs> my brother, Ray Dupree. It's history. It's historic. Now, you might be asking yourself, hey, Michael, I, I, nor, the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is an art showcase and comedy podcast where you feature local musicians, local artists, local guests, no potters, and beyond, and just interesting people. Well, I don't have any of those things today. Yeah. I don't I didn't want to have any of those things today. I don't want anyone interesting. I don't want any nope. any artists or anything. Mm. I wanted to change it up a little bit today. I wanted to just, you know, keep it loosey goosey. It's a nice like uh lukewarm-ish for Michigan weather. Yeah. And it's like uh it's, co- it's, it's still cold. crisp. It's coat it's crisp. It's crisp. It is crisp. It's cold weather, but it's not like you don't have to wear like a beanie. Uh, if you don't want to, I mean, I was wearing one, but that was, I am that was more of a one. that was more of a style. No, that was more of a fashion choice than a necessity. Uh, I mean, around those Wayne State buildings, yeah, the, those tall buildings, wind it whips. does whip around. But I, I was walking, and my head was starting to sweat a little bit, so I took it off. Sweb, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so you know, it's just you know, it's it's the middle of March, and my birthday was uh, not long ago. Nope. I'll, I'll just say that. It was not long ago. Um, it was almost like it was too soon. It was eight days ago, to yeah. be honest. To be totally honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> to be frank. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm 26 years old now. And I'm just decided, you know, it's kind of a chill episode today, you know? I had mm-hmm. an episode, we're just going to keep it keep it real, keep it loose. It's almost like you partied <clears throat> way too hardy the last episode and you're like kind of like you just need like a fried egg and some orange juice you fried know? egg yeah how you do you know? how do you eat your fried eggs do you uh keep a little a little do you keep it nice and loose or do you uh do you harden it up a little bit uh loose it's got to be loose i gotta like really like when i stab into it it's got to have that satisfactory mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. Not, and i you know what to me to me you can go too far in the direction of because i do like a like a like a over hard Friday again, every, now right. and again, every now and again, like it, like if I'm having like a sandwich on the go. Yeah, you don't uh, want it too messy. I I cannot I can't eat, like if I'm eating it in my car. Mm-hmm. I literally I can't you, you can't eat that over easy or, or yeah. like uh, with runny oak. But if you're at home, you can't you can you can't go too close to undercooked for me with with a fried egg. 
Like, I, I mean, I obviously, like, past the point of it, like, being a, a raw egg. Right, basically cracking but, like, it open and pouring yeah. it in your mouth. But, like, if you, you, all you have to do is, like, crack the egg, stick it in the, the pan with some butter in it. Butter. Uh, butter, yes. Uh, and then just, like, let it cook a second. And, like, it, that, that, that oak, that yolk in the center can be not, like, hardly cooked at all. And I would eat it. It's, it's soup, basically. It's like, soupy. Uh, egg drop soup. With See? a little crisp. Yeah. Well, not. It's more like a like a blip. Because yeah, when, when you cook it, total blip. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like when you cook it, it's still like soft. It's not like a you know, a, you know, like it mm-hmm. won't. It doesn't have no snap. You know, no snappies. But it does have blip. You know, so it's just like you like grab it and it'll, what does it do? It blips. It blips. Yeah. So yeah, today is totally a, a blip day. Yeah, it's you know, definitely it's, a blip day. It's like uh, you know, I am doing another recording after this that, that that's going to be a little more high octane, maybe. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how, how we'll see exactly how octane it is. Well, but if don't if you keep it ninety three, you can still get away with it being mid grade. Mid grade, yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> we'll do that. Um, thanks for the advice. It's a ninety one. It's like eighty nine, ninety one, and ninety three. So ninety one. If you keep it ninety one, you'll keep it mid grade, and you'll be running a lot cheaper than running premium. You know. Thanks for the advice. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, know. So sponsored you know, by Axon. I didn't actually really. Yeah. <laughs> well, you made it. Yeah. Oh. Got to make it somewhere. Uh, so you know, it. I didn't really actually party that hard on my birthday. Like I had, I had like a little get together. You know, I had some yeah. friends over, friends, I, yeah, I family. There. You were there. I was there yeah. You were invited. I, I, I was cordially invited yes. this year. Yeah. And it wasn't very. It wasn't cordial. It was a informal, last minute invite. <laughs> no, it was uh, when I moved. When we uh, moved you in, you were like, "We're gonna have a, a housewarming." Well, party at that and... point, I was thinking about it. We like, we were like, mm, we were was, like, well, it pro- seemed pretty firm then. But we weren't really sure. We weren't sure if everything's gonna be ready, and then, and then the, oh, the actual yeah. formal invitation didn't go out until, like, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it did. But, I, uh, yeah, sure. So I didn't really party that hard on my birthday. You know, no. I just, or I definitely didn't party that hard on my actual birthday. But then the actual like birthday party, I was like, you know, I had a couple drinks. You know, everyone else was having fun. A lot of other people were were a lot more faded, as the kids say, than I was. What does that mean? Uh, I think like when you put the channel between like two channels, you know? Crossfade. That's crossfaded. Oh. That's when you are under the influence of more than one oh. uh, stimuli. So what happens when you like reach a channel and then someone cuts your power or your like source line and it's just like. That's just called rude. <laughs> That's just called rudeness. I, I've been known to dabble in the rudeness before. Yeah. You know, despite my neighbors. Despite all your rage, you're still, still just a rat in a cage. cage. You know. Mm. So, yeah, my birthday is it was good. I am 26 now, you guys. The last, I so mean, old. technically, the last episode that was released with Greet Death was released after my birthday. That was this last Monday. Happy belated birthday. Well, you said happy birthday on my birthday, so you don't have to say belated birthday. Well. For the recording, people didn't hear me, so I gotta like make it known for the the record, the court. Yeah, you know, that's true. No one can ever say. You Let didn't the say record it. state that I wish my brother a happy birthday. Thank you. Um, so, but when I recorded that episode, I was still twenty five. Wow. So now, oh, baby, this is my first time recording an episode mm-hmm. of the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider, including Stitcher, yeah, Podtrack, Thanks, Podcast Republic. Mm-hmm. Etc. iTunes, Google Play. It's my first time recording an episode at this age. You're finally, you finally done it. You finally reached 
the there's a threshold where people where are I'm like, like not a, where they where less people are gonna say like well you'll understand when you're older yeah and more more so like you get some sometimes you get you don't get carded as much you know like I don't ever this get carded definitely. 25-ish. I, don't I really never, do. ever get carded for really? anything. I don't... I Like, even when I turned 21, like, no one ever carded me. Hmm. I don't understand. It's because it's because of my hairline, I think. Uh, it's usually because of those puppy eyes you give. You're like, you're like, I don't uh, want to give out my I ID. Please? I don't <laughs> want to. Can I have a bill, please? I want stuff? a bill. <laughs> it uh, works. And it's like you're getting out <clears throat> duels, so they're like, yes. Yeah, you know. But would you consider 26 over the hill? Because, like, every, you know, like, uh, if those not familiar with Over the Hill, people usually say when you're, like, you go from 39 to 40. You, right. You, you go over the hill, 40 to 50, you're over the hill. Mm-hmm. But whereas I feel like 25 is also over the hill because... Well, if you think about it, they say over the hill, but they're thinking of terms of, like, people in Pennsylvania call, like, the mountains in Pennsylvania hills, you know? Like, they've made it over mountains. So, yeah, as a 29-year-old who's about to make it over... <clears throat> Um, you know, a medium-sized or a bigger hill in 30. I would say 25 is that first hill yeah. that you get over and you're like, oh, my God. It's like, fuck, I'm not like a, a little man. I'm not a little I boy anymore. I can't go outside naked anymore, you know? Yeah. It's, like, yeah. You know? Like, you're not you're a def- baby. You're not a baby anymore. You know, I 25, They society really looks at you like, you know, it's time for you to stop wearing diapers. Um, it's time for you to stop breastfeeding. It's just like... It's not it's not fun and games anymore. You can like, Who are go. you to tell me I can't breastfeed? Well, the <clears throat> FDA, you know, the FDA comes in and says, "Listen, you know, not healthy. It's not healthy. You just got to start, you know, it's all corporate culture, so they got to you got to start buying actual corporate culture. You got to buy their milk." Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Corporate culture. Oh, culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were really desperate for me to get that one. <laughs> I was hoping, like, I was going to keep repeating it, and I'm glad you, uh, you know. When, uh, to be fair, to to your credit, I wouldn't have gotten it unless you had said, do you get it? Yeah. I was going to throw up on you and say, now do you get it? I wouldn't have. I would have thrown me farther off the trail. Damn. Well, or I would have shown you my mushroom patch, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I, it, do you, how different, because you're going to be 30 next year. Yeah. How does that feel? Um, it feels like when you put the channel, like the little channel dial in between two, two and three channels at the same time, and you just keep going, like, digging it in further and further and further and further and further and further. It's like cathartic pain. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, hmm, do you know how to get off this ride? It's not fun. And then, of course, you realize... You know, you get to a, a higher stage of the ride, and you realize that, um, you know, maybe this whole uh, this whole thing was worth it. You know, you have not answered my question in a way that it is meaningful to me. Well, but maybe someone out there gets me. Maybe I'll get it when I'm 29. You know, I feel like at a certain point, maybe you're not old enough yet. You know, <laughs> you get to a point where you're a lot more whimsical and wise. Oh, yeah. You don't really need to say anything to really make a profound point. I mean, you can literally ask any Hollywood writer, you know, who's above the age of 30. You know, they can say anything. And people are like, holy moly. You know, Voldemort did have nuance after all. Like, <laughs> Do you feel any more racist now that you're a little older? Uh, I feel like I could, you know, if I wasn't so vehemently against it, that I could become 
like uh, a little like prejudiced against like mm, careful certain brands of toasters. Mm. You know, like cor- like like I'm, oh, a ki- I'm a kitchenware man myself. Y- you know, like certain brands, <laughs> like you know, with anything. You know, I'm like, I, I listen. You you can use dial, but this is a Valvoline house, or what is it? What is the uh, Vaseline? Va- no. Like the the soap brand. Uh, um, see, I'm, I think a, it is I'm an actually a dial guy. I was trying to throw it off. I'm a dial guy, you know. Oh, God. I've become prejudiced to brands. I don't think it's prejudiced to have a preference. Well, those companies might think you're a little prejudiced, hmm. you know, a little bigoted against their, uh, their product. So, What do you think about my new glasses? Um... I think if you flip them, you'd have a totally different experience than everyone else would too. You know, yeah. like because they're two toned, so yeah. you know they go from they go from like <clears throat> kind of like these tiger stripes, like uh, like a Russian military outfit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to like you know just like kind of like a wood stained brown, you know, like, like a clear. Sh- I have an astigmatism, so if I flipped them upside down, I wouldn't be able to see very well either. I, then I guess you would have a destigmatism. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. I wish I had a soundboard up right now. Because. <laughs> hmm. Let's so, see. Let's see if I can find a good uh, soundboard for that. Can you just find one of, like, just Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, sound clips, you know? And just, like. It's <laughs> just, like, any type of joke flops. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, how about this one? How about this one? They gave me a smiley face at the old uh, Starbucksio. They gave me one too. See, this is why, you know, maybe being prejudiced towards, you know, certain other coffee brands is so bad because these people at Starbucks give you lots of friendship. You know, I can't get the soundboard to work, man. Why not? I just want a soundboard. What See, this brand? Is... What brand is it? <clears throat> it's Soundboard.com. I don't uh, go to that that part of town. I can go to Epic Trolling Soundboard, the website. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I bet there will at least be two fart noises. You know what? I would be disappointed if there weren't. And I hope there's one of Bill Clinton, like, just... What up, Biatch? Hmm. Didn't like that. Nope. <laughs> Wasn't a fan. But hey, at least they're trying, you know. At least it worked. At least, yeah, at least it worked. That's true. Or did you plug it in the wrong hole? No. So, uh, you know, it's <clears throat> it's weird. It's be- weird being 26. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that's when I started, really things started getting weird. Uh, it was when you're 26, and you finally are able to grow a mustache that thinks it on its own, you know? I don't know what you mean by that. Sentient. First, you haven't, your mustache is not sentient. No. Oh, mine is. Mine has thoughts of its own. You suck! Is that Stuart Griffin from the, uh... <laughs> the hit television show hit, Family Guy? Yeah. You know... I don't think so. Do you ever think that, like... The people at... Oh, yeah. Nice. Do you ever think that the people at Fox News, or the Fox... The Fox... Sit there and think, what can we... What... In what ways can we... You know, just really piss people off, or not piss people off, but just really 
put people, just fuck with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what what ways they we can can they do with that? And it's like, you know what? Let's get one of those like extendy leashes and put Seth MacFarlane on it, and we'll mm. just let him go as far as he we can until he's like, oh, all right, that, that's the point. You know, it's still pretty far. <clears throat> you know, now he's making like a Star Trek show, the Orville, the uh, the Orville. Um, and uh, I'm just have I'm, you watched it? I have not watched it, but it's like it's Seth MacFarlane. You know, what if it's really good though? What if it's really good? Mm-hmm. Well, I that guy said I'd have to eat all of my crows. I will give Seth MacFarlane this. Jerry. American Dad is not the worst show on television. Uh, it can be like pretty. It's his least bad show. You know that. Uh, you know that emoji that's like, uh, gritting teeth emoji? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel when I'm watching anything like that. Like, I just, oh, God, you know? So out of oh, the, the, the Star Wars, I was uh, in New York. The and Star my, Wars? The Star Wars Family Guy parody. There's like, there, I think there's like The Empire Strikes Back one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was in my hotel, and we were watching it. And uh, I was like, wow, this material, I think, was is not older than... Like ten years old, it can't be old. Like it can't be more than six or seven years old, right? At this point, mm, I don't think so. I think all those ones were newer. It episodes. feels like it was made in the eighties. I swear to God, like what the f- what the hell? What are they thinking? Like, just it's like it's like waking up and being like, mm, I'm gonna drink a cup of piss today. It's like it's the same thing. Uh, <clears throat> so out of morbid curiosity, I was like looking through Hulu and I uh, was looking through all because it's been a very long time since I've watched uh, Family Guy mm-hmm. at all. Um, and <clears throat> I was like looking through all the different seasons and seeing the titles of all the new episodes. And then I came across I didn't know this happened, mm-hmm. um, but there was a Simpsons Family Guy crossover episode. Where wait oh that's right there was I didn't watch where it. the fa- well, there were Family Guy, the Family Guy family goes mm-hmm. to Springfield. Springfield. Wow, um, and I watched it. I watched the whole thing because uh-huh. I was just morbidly curious. Wow. I was only going to watch a minute of it, and I ended up watching the whole thing. Oof. It wasn't very good. <laughs> I would imagine it wasn't. It wasn't very good. Like... There was one funny joke in there. Yeah, like the only joke in there that resonated with me that I liked. Um, was they were they had walked up like <coughs> they the 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 Griffins were mm-hmm. like walking and they were trying to like they were running from some the police or something like that I don't remember the the foundation of the episode and uh, they like came across a sign that says Springfield this is Welcome to Springfield mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I think like Chris or Stewie or someone, they go like, oh, is this the uh, Illinois or Maryland or whatever? Uh, Springfield, Illinois, or Maryland. And Brian goes, I can't imagine we're allowed to say. <laughs> and I liked it. That was a good joke. It was a good joke because it's always a point of contention with Simpsons fans is which Springfield is it? Hmm. Your face is very blank. Well, because I don't – I haven't watched the, the Simpsons in like – Many moons, many, 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 many moons, um, and like, <clears throat> so it's kind of that joke kind of went like, because I'm not a big Simpsons fan. You know what? You know what I'm a Simpsons real big fan of? Ice Road Truckers. That's actually a good show. <laughs> you know, like it used to be your your show mm-hmm. back when we oh, yeah. back in the Yeah, I was dance. actually thinking about it, and I was like, 
What are those boys up to now? Are they still, uh, you know, toot toot beep beep on that uh, old sure frozen is. road? That say, old frozen you know, road. You know, like I got a load to deliver. You know, I don't need this drama. Like this, you know, like they they used to go in those logistic offices, and it's like a freaking uh, double wide trailer, and they're like, "Listen, I don't need drama." I don't need drama. Have I you, came up here from Texas to make some money on the roads. Have you watched that show? I don't know if it's on. A, I think it's on uh, Discovery Channel, Discovery Channel, or maybe Age History or something. Mm. It's like the gold, uh, the Gold Rush show. Yeah. What's up with those shows? And like, you know, like in Ice Road Truckers. What's up with the shows? What's up with the What's the deal with those shows? They're like freaking uh, sales or advertisements for the beers, mm-hmm. you know, like Gold Rush. It's like mining and stuff. Like, you know, like what's the, what is the deal with the freaking, uh, you know? It's it's. I mean, it's not a good show. No, uh, to their own. But I was watching yeah. it, and it's just like. It's just guys doing mining. And then there's like, you know how like the classic reality show, like going to commercial break, something really dramatic happens. Uh It seems like anytime that happens on that show, it's never, it's just, it's not anything actually interesting happening. It's Uh like the guy walks up and goes like, oh, a storm's coming in. (laughs) (laughs) And then it comes back. It's like, well, I guess we got to pack up. (laughs) And then it's just like five minutes of them like, Put the thing back, yeah. <laughs> like loading it up. Is it? I mean, yeah. and then um, a couple weeks ago, um, <clears throat> it was on the TV. Where at I was over at uh, at Emily's uh, mom's house, uh-huh. and it was on the TV. And it was like this gold rush talk. <laughs> it was like a like, end the, of the, ab- like the the Walking Dead talk or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah Talking, talking, dead, talking dead. Yeah. It was like that. I, but I, except I think it was like a special episode. It was like a. The end of the season episode, yeah. and they were just like talking about like remember when and Carl like kind of biffed putting down the uh, slide thing and like yep yep, and, like people on Twitter being like I love this episode when when you found a little bit of gold and we're like yeah <laughs> like and then at the very end there's this guy who it just looked like all the other guys there's like a million dudes on the show uh-huh. and he goes. I'm announcing that I'm leaving the show, and he's just like weeping, and like the guy <laughs> hosting the show is just like, "You're great." It's, it was like bizarre. It's very bizarre. I don't <laughs> this Gold Rush show. Oh, it's now yeah. there's like board games with it, and there's like yeah trivia games. Yeah, it's a really popular show. And uh, what happened? How has this happened? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know that like the whole reality TV genre has really like s- expanded to this point where like. Anything is a anything is a show, and it's like, what's reality? Like, what are they? What what is reality to these people? It's all scripted to the point of like, you know, like there's points where like, there's like just that dickhead that like goes up to people, like they're like, uh, working this big truck or whatever, and then this guy comes up and he's like, you know, I don't care what any of you people think. Or at least he could have been swearing, and I don't care what any of you people think. I need this blah 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 blah. It's like no one actually, no one's actually like that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> and if you are, people are like, "I'm not gonna listen to you," you know. Yeah. But like, it's f- workplace drama. But it's like weird, you know. But like, hey, you know, those guys work a dangerous job, a lot dangerous than uh, you know what. Uh, but like, I really like the reality shows where <clears throat> they're like fully embraced the scripted aspect of reality TV, yeah. and it's just fully 
fully scripted. Like Duck Dynasty started it. Oh yeah. Uh, where it's just like it's clearly not a reality show. Chris Lee. Clearly, Chris Lee knows yeah. best. Chris Lee knows best. It's almost so like... funny, dude. That show is hilarious. On uh, not in like a. That show was hilarious, not in like a typical reality show hilarity way, like uh-huh. Jersey Shore, where it's like, look at these train wrecks. Yeah. Chris Lee Knows Best is like uh, funny in the way something like The Office is funny or like yeah. Parks and Rec. It's like a, just a funny comedy show. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's so funny. It's hilarious. I like the episode where. And it's, it's supposed to be a reality show, but it's clearly not. Do, uh, do you remember the episode where the wife buys the kid? The, like, the youngest one drums. Yeah. And it's, like, driving Christy nuts. And so they buy him electric drums, and they can still hear it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, brr, 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 and he's terrible. It's, like, no rhythm whatsoever. I and, love the crass <laughs> shots of, like, Chrisley's like decrepit old mother just like I know. passed out on the chair like the, I guess reaction the, shots but she's like completely faded the, away yeah and the new season her and I think the daughter move into a place together it's like oh how's that gonna go down <laughs> like, if you have not watched Chrisley knows best and even if you hate reality shows it's super it's strong so over the top it's like it's so good it's like not it it doesn't feel like a real it's it feels like a mock like a like a muck a reality show, but it's not. It's like it's like it's it's framed as like a real <laughs> reality show, like you know, Desperate Housewives or <laughs> <laughs> you know, like real reality show, like Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> you know that one? Uh, oh, it was a classic reality TV show, Lost. Uh, you know, people get lost on an island, and Tom Hanks has to save yeah. them. You know, you that know. was the. That was the ending of Lost, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then, <clears throat> then Dumbledore comes and, uh, you know, that's how it goes. So, yeah, but no, I, I recommend Chrissy Knows Best. Yeah. You know, as well, since I mentioned it, uh, Emily's been watching through Grey's Anatomy, uh-huh. and I've been, like, watching it as, as well. Not, like, you know, I come back every, like, I watch, like, an episode every, like, ten episodes, basically. Uh-huh. It's a pretty good show, <laughs> but like oh, sometimes I don't know if I could get into that. It's but. I don't think I would watch it yeah. through. Uh, but like there's like episodes where I'm like in it. I'm like in it to oh, win it. Oh yeah. But then like it gets to a p- <laughs> there's these couple uh, and they're broken up at this point. Uh, oh, but no. they're these th- these two uh, these two women mm-hmm. and they fight all the time mm-hmm. and they. <laughs> They are always fighting over a fucking body that they're working on. They're like, they're like doing surgery, and they're like, I can't believe you're doing this. Like, and it's like it's like clockwork. Every single time they fight, they're either they're working, scrubbing up, uh, scrubbing up, or they're like in the middle of some serious surgery. We need a triple bypass <laughs> over here. I can't and, believe you slept with him. Yeah, yeah. they're they're constantly yeah. fighting, but only. Only when they're doing surgery. It's hilarious. So it's like that kind of thing that I love seeing on that show. It's just like the and there's this one there's this one um so you know everybody in the show, like people die, people move away, there's like constant like sexual drama and like Of course, yeah. And like family drama and just like with every character, there's Mm -hmm. just constant drama. But there's this one extra who's been in the show for all thirteen seasons. She's just this like like uh, you know, she's all you only ever see her in the uh, the operation room, uh-huh. um, and she's just like this like you know Asian American woman, you know, just like you know passing the scalpel and just like uh-huh. doing her thing, and <laughs> I just love to imagine that she's the one character on the show that just like she just goes home, she she makes dinner, she has her kids and yeah. she drives she uh, you know drives goes to her kids like play. She's like the drama straight man basically. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd love to see just an episode from her perspective. Yeah. It's just yeah. like she's just watching all these like people like sleep with each other and like, <laughs> like deceit for... and she's just uh, and goes home and reads a reads like a short uh, Janet Ivanovich novel. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes of like 15 minutes of the episode is her watching a Matlock episode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, She's just like on the couch with her husband. She got a blanket on her yeah. lap and smiling. They, they like, just they talking they, about the vac- planning their vacation. Mm-hmm. Stuff, yeah. You know? Like I don't know. What do you think, North Carolina? <laughs> oh, we did North Carolina last time, sweetheart. Yeah, but it was so nice, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. And I guess we didn't hit that one mountain chain. We didn't hit it, and we were talking about doing it, but then it rained, and it would just be so nice. Yeah. And you know, we get three vacations this year. Yeah. Might as well use one of them yeah. in North Carolina. Maybe Timmy won't get you know. Look at the uh, the measles again. Yeah, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, we cut uh, it, we cut the leg off. You know. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna hit bed. Right. I'm gonna go well, bed. Yeah. You gonna you come to bed soon? I'm thinking I'm gonna do. Uh, I think I'm gonna do some kegels. Really? Yeah. Okay. Right, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just the episode. That's the episode. Oh oh, <laughs> gotta turn off Matlock. <laughs> you know. to turn it down. Kids, oh, yeah. kids are going to bed. Kids are going to bed. But yeah, so she and she's she just been there and like I just love like there's the the odd like when something really awkward happens in the operation room, you just it occasionally pans to her and she just does one of those like whoa brother <laughs> like oh, whoa, like the go. eyebrow yeah. like ooh it's a practical three ring circus in here oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I want to and she I don't think I don't think she's ever spoken I don't think she's ever had a speaking role I think mm-hmm. she just like is there and just like. Oh, I'm here to collect the paycheck and go home. She's just like, I am not. Just doing my job. I'm not interested. Yeah. It's my job. Mm-hmm. I knew that the show was going to be ridiculous. And spoiler alert for like season three of Grey's Anatomy. I know the show was going to be ridiculous when a bomb was inside of somebody's chest cavity and went off. And <laughs> Meredith Grey went like flying in like a hallway. In season three, so you can only imagine. Wow! Didn't like, isn't there like a vampire angle at some point? <laughs> no, there's not. Like, we we got to cure him of vampirism. This <laughs> kid has vampirism. You're thinking of Port Charles. Oh, I mean, Port Charles had the vampire angle. Yeah. Oh no no. Uh, Grey's Anatomy had the werewolf angle. Grey turns into uh, a werewolf. Like, yeah, Grey wolf. Yeah. Like. Arr, arr, I can see that. Arr. Doctor Meredith Grey, mm-hmm. cure me of my disease, my thirst, my hunger, my hunger. I, th- I don't think wolves get thirsty. I think they're just hungry. Uh, you ever seen a wolf at a river? Practically gulps the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. That's why the Mississippi's dried dr- dried up. Mm-hmm. They dried that river up. All the wolves. You think so? <sighs> What's your favorite animal? Um, uh, lynx. Yeah. Yeah. Lynx are a good animal. Mm-hmm. You know, they just chill, and then if you go near them, they go, hmm, not today. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to take a brief break, guys. We're going to play a song for you guys. It is Hala's new song. It's uh, called Keep On Loving. It is He made it and is selling it on Bandcamp to benefit uh, Girls Rock Detroit, which you might remember us uh, talking about that last year with our friend Willa Ray. But in case you don't remember... Uh, Girls Rock Detroit is a community organization dedicated to fostering creative expression, positive self-esteem, and community awareness for girls, women, gender nonconforming, and transgender people through music education and performance. They have a rock camp coming in 2018 uh, with a lot of excellent uh, teachers uh, for you to check out. 
Um, so go to girlsrockdetroit.org to learn more about that. So here is Keep On Loving by Hala. The memory is drifting with the pain of analogies That your heart's not to blame for purposely Tightening the reins on what we have Cause now it's not the same But I'm gonna keep on loving you You can find Hala uh, at Hala Hala Get Dala on Instagram, uh-huh. uh, and also his Bandcamp and Spotify. Uh-huh. Very good stuff. Remember to go to girlsrockdetroit.com. Raymond, you're That's my me. You're my big brother. Big brother. You watch any good movies lately? Um, uh, seen, no. Honestly, you didn't see Black Panther. No, I haven't seen Black Panther yet. Um, haven't seen. I'm not. Not uh, last movie I think I saw was uh, like the new movie was. Star Wars. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was pretty uh pretty fun movie. Um, I've been watching The Expanse lately. I don't know anything about on that. Sci-fi. The show is so mf and good. Hmm. Uh, and I'm only like in f- like the 
fourth or fifth episode of season two. So should tell you something. I'm pretty hooked. Hooked line and sinker. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little guppy for that show, you know. A little guppy. Guppy. Little. A little guppy. Do you nice. think guppies the puppies of the fit of the water world? You know. Aw. Yeah. Like, oh, little gupper. Guppies are the puppies of the water. Yeah. Guppies are the guppies are the puppies of the water. Guppies are the puppies of the water. Hmm. That's good. Uh-huh. I saw Annihilation a couple uh, like we last week. Oh, is that with uh with uh, uh Padme? Padme. Padme Skywalker. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh it was okay. It was alright. I it looked um what's that movie with Hugh Jackman where he Huge like, Jackman. Huge, Huge Jackman. Huge uh, Jackman. Uh, what's that movie with Huge Jackman? Um, where he like dies and then like. It's like a really trippy movie. Logan? Mm. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, no, the one where... It's like from mid-2000s where he like... It's like kind of like a Buddhist type. It's like very like inspired by Buddhism. Mid-2000s. Um, gladiator? <laughs> no, not Gladiator. Hugh Jackman in a Buddhist rom-com? It's, no, not a rom-com. It's like... not not. It's I'm thinking of The Fountain, but it's not... Uh, Buddhist a Buddhist movie, movie with Buddha a huge Black. Jack man in it. Uh, the Fountain. It is The Fountain. The Fountain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He plays. Yeah. The. Uh, so yeah, Annihilation looked like it was kind of like a trippy, like you know, reincarnation type movie. You know. Mm, no. No. Not, it's not like that. It's like, it's a part. Well, of, it's a part of me. I mean, I guess it is a little. It's a part of me. It was made by the the same woman that did a uh, um, Ex Machina. And I never saw that. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That Ex Machina is really, really. A lot good. of people really liked Annihilation. I it it I it didn't do it for me, but I think it, you might like it if you liked if you liked Ex Machina. Uh, Ex Machina, like it to me that Annihilation movie seems like it's like maybe in a stage just ahead of or of quality ahead of like uh M Night Shyamalan like Michael Bay movie. No, it was not it wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? It's like the kind of same like like oh it's the end of the world and, uh, there's a creature taking over. It's like mm. yeah, it's just like the It was uh, deeper than that. Uh, I would I'm say glad. I um, wish it it I feel like I feel I feel a, a little too stupid for it, I guess. Oh, really? I feel a little dumb. Oh. I feel like there's like I get I get it. I get it, but like the like I the I, I feel like if I watch it again, I'll like it a lot more. Mm. I think you'd like it. Oh, I think you would like that's it. That's good because when I was watching the trailers, it like it look the trailer's stupid. It makes I, it look what like what is wrong with freaking Hollywood trailers now? It makes it look man. like a horror movie. Mm. And there are there are horror elements to it, um, but it's a lot more of like it's a lot more psychedelic than the trailers make it yeah. seem. I I it looks pretty it lo- <laughs> it looked pretty interesting, but like. Am I gonna go see it? Probably not. Um, you have that little flashy movie. Movie badge. pass, man. I'm telling you. But man, I already have subscriptions. I have like Amazon and like all these other stuff that I can consume media. And it's like I, hear you. I don't. But I'm not rushing to the movie theater. I hear you. But that's like it's just something. That's like one of my and mine and Emily's like favorite things to do together. Oh, that's, that's like, like your hobby or whatever, like mm-hmm. your pastime. And yeah, absolutely. Like but going like, to the movies, getting some popcorn, and yeah. just watching. I I see the quality in that, but it's like. Oh man, a lot of movie like a lot of Hollywood movies nowadays f- feel so homogenous, and it's like where 
you know, I don't want to sound like, I don't like watching movies because they're all the same. But, like, <clears throat> I don't agree, actually. I think a lot, I mean, there are some, a lot of movies that are very, like, here we go again. But, but then, like, I'll, like, there's movies that come out that I never hear of. And, like, Ex Machina, I didn't, it was, like, out for a year or something before I watched it. And that's, like, a really good, really good movie. Like, really, really good. Um, and, uh, yeah, oof. I would I would love to talk about it, but uh, you haven't seen it. So. I have not seen it. Spoilies. But Blade Runner 2049. Ooh, like, that was, that was like, how did a movie like that even get made in 2018? That's what I, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like... Oh, it was a re. I I was so worried. Oh, it's a remake. It's gonna be trash, and it's like, uh, you know, people. Uh, it was really good. It was fucking really good, and like the visuals were all like the cinematography was amazing. Like some of the best in like a long like a lot of movies like like oh big flashy movies nowadays like, uh, but that was really well done. It was like to- like toned down in some ways, but also not like it was. It felt like it's a real world where you can like your suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. can be, you know. I I was I I felt the environment of that movie a lot more than the original even. I don't know about that. The original one like that was really like they used so many more practical effects, you know what I'm saying? That like it it like in the new one they used a lot a lot too, like where you're like, "Oh, and the CGI is really well done." But it's like it's it's so gritty and like, I don't know. It just feels a lot grittier. But at the same time, it's they're both movies were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like some people were saying, like uh, spoilies, you know, earmuffs if you haven't seen any of the Blade Runners movies. Uh, but uh, some people still don't think that Deckard's uh, a you know what. So that's ridiculous. Like it kind of spells it out, and like especially the second movie. But like in the first, it completely in the final it cut. In the final cut, it like it says it. Pretty, it's pretty, pretty overtly, yeah. Like it's not like a suggestive. It's like totally, yeah. He's, uh, you know what? And mm-hmm. uh, then the second movie is like he is, and someone's like, oh well, it's kind of still up in the air. I'm like, you must have been to, must have left during like the or been scene. in the bathroom, the bathroom break when it like literally said, you know, he's like basically like that was the whole point. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, I don't know how people don't see that, but like, mm. mm-hmm. that's a good but, movie. Yeah, it's all good. The, the last, uh, the the Oscar nominated movies for Best Picture this year, even though Blade Runner and Florida Project were both really snubbed, mm-hmm. in my honest opinion, for Best Picture. Um, all the as, uh, as far as all the ones that I saw, they were all pretty good movies, except for Shape of Water. Okay, <laughs> Can we, is that the one where it's uh, about fish having sex? Basically, it's not like that. It's a, it's a, it's so kind it's of a, a Beauty and the Beast story. It's like it's fish, a, fish. Basically, a woman falls in love with a like a swamp thing. Basically, uh, well, that's what it is. It's it's not a documentary. <laughs> no, I okay. I hadn't heard anything about it. All I heard. Were was, you joking? No. I, I, all I had heard about the movie was it sounded like a like a not a biopic, but like a, a biopic rather, but like a. a it seemed like a movie about like a like almost like a Planet Earth type movie about fish fucking basically. <laughs> like that's what that's what I got. Like a movie about fish fucking is, but like I would have I would have been okay. Honestly, I would have been okay with that. But like that one over like Get Out and stuff. Like 
I don't. I don't. I that I, like I, I don't want to hate on a movie. Anyone's. A movie where a woman fucks some seed weed <laughs> is like, what? Are you kidding me? Like I don't want to hate on anyone's um, film tastes because a lot of people really were touched by that, and it it there was a good movie. She fucks the swamp thing, and. <laughs> It's better than Get Out and other movies. I haven't okay. I haven't even seen Get Out yet, but what? I know. I know. How like have just you not from seen the Get Out? just from the whole like atmosphere that like Get Out like Get Out's really fucking good apparently. Like, and I know it's good. I know it's like Jordan Peele wrote a movie and like won an award for it. Like, yeah, I imagine it's really fucking good. Uh, but at the same time. Like, like, and I, I know there were other movies that won stuff, like, or that could have won, or should have won that. Three billboards. Yeah, I know there was other good movies, like a literal. A I think woman, Florida Project should have won best picture. A, a, a woman. Uh, it's a story about swamp love, like swamp love. I just. <sighs> there were some really beautiful moments in that movie. Um, so you've seen it. I have seen it. Oh um, God. I I was I think I was overhyped for it. Um, and it was just it was it was okay. So it's basically the like performance. Sally Hawkins' performance, like I feel like she should have won Best Actress even over Frances McDormand because like she was just mm-hmm. remarkable in that. Role. Oh, who's who directed it? Frances McDormand. Frances, no, uh, Frances McDormand was in Three Billboards and she won oh. Best Actress. Oh, okay. Um, but Sally, who wrote who directed Shape of Water? Yeah, Guillermo. No shit, really. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then that changes it. I didn't know it was like I didn't know it was him. Yeah, that's what. I, but I mean, I it, I didn't think that it was even one of his best movies. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't wasn't bad. I think I think a lot of people who like it are justified in liking it. It just wasn't what I was what I wanted out of it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I just I haven't. Uh... I haven't really dug into movies that much. Like I'll I'll catch them like every once in a while. Like uh, like, um, you know. But TV shows is where it's at because you can just watch an hour of it, mm-hmm. and it's like and a lot of TV shows now are like, excuse me, packed with fucking like Game of Thrones, for instance. Like that's like a huge, that's like a long, long movie. You know, if mm-hmm. you don't like, if you don't need to watch it, like. Every day or every time it comes out, like every epi- like episodically, you know. Next one's not even coming out until like next year, yeah. Yeah, 2019. Uh, it, if you if you watch it, you know that's like a long ass movie. And like I watched, I caught up with Game of Thrones this season. Like I was like before it uh, premiered, everyone was like, "You need to watch Game of Thrones." I'm like, "Fine, whatever." Uh, so finally, start watching it in like last. It was last February now, and uh, it was – I was, like, really – like, I just – I fucking destroyed it. Like, I went – it was, like, February was Game of Thrones the whole month, and I blitzed through it. And it was, like, watching a whole movie, like, really Last awesome. February, not, not – Yeah, not, not this last one, yeah. 2017 February. Because, um, you know, I needed some dragons and shit, you know uh, – when after Trump won, so let's not get political, but like I needed to see some some mayhem. Uh, Emily and I have been watching Crazy Ex Girlfriend. I don't that know what that is. Very good. Uh, uh, is that it's on a, Netflix? It's a it's it is on Netflix. It's okay. a CW show though. Oh, and you uh, wouldn't expect it to be good, but it's like a musical comedy um, really? based on this hmm. woman who <laughs> like um, finds like she had this boyfriend that she had in like summer camp when she was sixteen, and then. 
she like told him that she loved him and he's like oh you're kind of weird and then like like 15 years or so later she's like got this like she was working hard at a new york job when boy did it make her blue one day she was crying a lot and so she decided to move (laughs) um and because she sees the guy in new Uh york and then she uh decides to follow him back to where he lives Mm -hmm. um in west covina california Mm -hmm. um and that's what the show is about and it's the songs are hilarious it's a hilarious show it's also touching and it's a very, it's like it's a show way up my alley. That's cool. <laughs> um, you would not have expected like the name Crazy Ex Girlfriend is really like off putting because uh, it seems like yeah. it's going to be kind of like a misogynist like yeah, yeah I didn't I, like and it's a CW show so you definitely wouldn't expect it to be good but man it really is really yeah. good. I uh, sci-fi like at first like when I was when yeah when did sci-fi start making good shows? Yeah I know um, and it was like what's that one uh, sci-fi show that's like Colony. I felt like it kind of like started right before Colony was on, um, and like they have like the like when someone suggested the Expanse, like oh it's on Sci-Fi, I'm like Sci-Fi like has been nothing but like Ghostbusters and like or Ghost Hunters, whatever the hell it's called, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, not yeah not real ghosts, not movie Ghostbusters. I'm sure they play it every once in a while, but like the literally the. TV shows that the reality TV shows that like, chase <laughs> Ghostbusters or chase chase, chase Ghostbusters. <laughs> chasing Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> There's Bill Murray. <laughs> Get him. Uh, no, um, but like someone suggested The Expanse, dude. Oh my god, I would suggest anyone who likes sci-fi like to really watch it. it like it's almost like they're. It's like the most. <laughs> like I hate to use this word. It's almost like the most woke. Like <laughs> sci-fi show on like that like I haven't watched Discovery yet so uh, but um, Star Trek yeah uh, but it's is that only on the CBS uh, streaming app I have no idea I like the thing the the when it comes to TV shows and stuff and like if it like pops in front of my face and like I'm like oh I need to watch it now then I'll like watch it. I have to be in the mood. Otherwise I'm going to be playing like PUBG all day. Like, and it's like, shit, I could have been watching a TV show and like enriching my brain or some part of my brain that I'm not getting enriched. Uh, enriched. As the French say, enriched. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, dude, it's like ground, almost like they, they have like a class awareness a little bit where like, or like, it's almost like they understand, like it's, it's real politic. As fuck. Um, yeah, that's the that's the term I was looking for. It's real politic as fuck. Um, and uh, you know, like Mars. Mars was a colony that like won its liberation from Earth, um, and like they're a military power. It's kind of like they're kind of like China. Like now, it's kind of sweet. Uh, and the belt is um, like this group of like really working class like miners that like some of them like are like really tall and lanky because like the gravity on the the like they basically are mining asteroid or like meteors the meteor belt um and uh so it's like 100 years in the future and our earth has colonized basically the whole solar system and uh and it's just like you uh get involved in the story of this crew um and you follow them, and it's it's really really good. Thomas Jane's in it, so mm. you know it's gonna be pretty solid, you know. So, uh, do you believe uh, in aliens, like in real bo- life? In real life, I mean, I think it's inevitable. Like, I think it's kind of like science, like it's mathematically impossible for there 
not to be more life out there. Do you, you know? believe? I don't think there's like there was a uh, there was this thing that I saw the other day on Sputnik that was like, oh, there was a definitely a UFO over uh, Lake St. George or Lake George or whatever in New York, and it's like it was totally it looks photoshopped. Like I don't believe that shit, but like. Yeah, there's definitely other life out there, and there's probably life within our solar system we don't know about yet. You but... don't believe that there has been contact mm. in the short? Like, you don't believe that aliens from another world have visited No. conscious aliens? No, I do not think so. Mm. I think maybe, like, we might have, like, there might have been some, like, some activity, radio radio wave activity that we we could have picked up, but, like, how would we have known that it wasn't like, but like there's so much noise from the stars that we would never know. You noise know, from the stars is a great, also a great sci-fi show. Yeah. Noise from the stars. Yeah. <laughs> but like that show is really cool because like, there's just a whole scene where like, there's this massive ship that they're about to shoot at. I don't know. I don't like, they're just about to shoot this massive ship. And, uh, like it shows you how like, and it's like docked to this, space station and they're like they show you a bunch of like little drones that come out and like thousands of like i don't know maybe it could be thousands of drones that like grab it and like take it and push it out and put it like away from the space station and then help it like take off and direct it to where it needs to go i'm like oh my god they think of like these all these little details and and like and that's what like makes really good sci-fi like those little itty bitty details that, like, you wouldn't think, like, you know, like, oh, like, that, like, one big deal on one of the things is, like, water and sewage. Like, they make a big deal out of that. Like, it's like, but yeah, it's, like, only a hundred, couple hundred years from what it, where it is now. And, like, we're just really colonizing or, like, you know, getting the solar system within our, re- or within our grasp. It's a good show. I suggest Do you believe aliens poop? Um, I believe, I don't, I don't think we really poop. I think that's like this weird tick that our brain Social construct? No. I mean, well, I guess so. I guess it would be a social construct, but it's like we, everyone, everyone, not even like, not just humans, but everything in the, on the world thinks it poops, you know, Hmm. but it's not really poop. It's not really. What is it? What is it? You know, is it? Is it salience? Is it salience? Hmm. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, I think the real aliens are, you know, like uh, the people in the Freemasons and, uh, you know, um, you know. Uh, Have you ever been in handcuffs? Have I ever been in handcuffs? Mm-hmm. I've been in fuzzy handcuffs. Fuzzy Lumpkin's handcuffs. But you've never been uh, cuffed by a cop. No, no. Uh, every time cops see me, they just, they know that I'm one tough dude. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's better just leave bad enough alone, you know? Mm-hmm. So, bad enough alone. Yeah. It's, actually, that's, I wear a jersey all the time. You know, uh, I like a, kind of like an old school jersey. Um, that's just bad enough. 69, 69 on the back. 69? It's yep. episode 69. It's, whoa! Holy shit! Full circle. You know? You know what a good name for a wrestler would be? Bad Enough Malone? Yeah. Or like, uh, Bad Enough... Yeah, I guess Malone Bad Enough have... Malone. Yeah. If, yeah. Uh, you know, he just... He's not... Leave him alone. Leave him alone. You know? 
They should bring back Gorilla Monsoon just for one night only, you know? See what happens. Gorilla Monsoon. And, uh, you know, bring back Andre the Giant for one one night only. But they can do it as holograms. Holy shit, I forgot. Hologram technology. Hologram technology. They can bring anyone they back gave up on it. now. They huh? used it on Tupac, and then they they ca- no. called it qu- quits. No, they used it. Uh, they used it for uh, the Prince. Oh yeah, Elvis. Yeah, and they and the Elvis. Wait, they used it on Prince. I mean, technically, yeah, it's kind of like a hologram of uh, Prince at the Super Bowl. They do have that one, uh, Hatsune Miku. Uh, she's like a cartoon, like an anime pop star in Japan. Oh right, yeah. And they yeah. use her as a hologram. She's really popular there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. I f- I really feel like. We're in like a Ripley Scott esque like I think you mean Ridley Scott Ridley Scott esque. <laughs> uh, we're in a Ripley believes it or not. <laughs> Ripley believes it or not episode. Ripley believes it or Scott. Um, yeah, Ridley Scott uh, like esque dystopian like stage of capitalism now where it's like a hologram like literally air is a commodity that's being consumed by like thousands of people like. And it's just literally, it's a representation. You know that one, like, cigar? This isn't really a cigar. It's a representation of a cigar. If you're mm-hmm. familiar with that philosophical meme. Oh, uh, it's, yeah, like some post, I think it was a postmodernist dude was like, this isn't a cigar. Like, showed you a picture of a cigar. It's like, this isn't a cigar. It's a picture of a cigar. It's a representation of a cigar. It's like, well... Yeah, no shit, but it's a like it's a cigar. No, it's a cigar pipe, a tobacco pipe. Uh, it's yeah, it's a it's a tobacco pipe, but it's it's a it's your that's what your brain does. It's like a it's a representation, it's a you know a relation or whatever to it. You know, like screw off, you nerd. I need to be technical. Why don't you go watch the Big Bang Theory, you jerk? Bazinga, bazonka. Hmm. They should make a brand of. Um, Tonka trucks, uh, that's like uh, Bazonka. Yeah, Bazonka. <laughs> like, okay. and it's just like Sheldon. Like, you press the button, and all it's like all voice box it has a voice box in it. You press a button, it's like, hmm, I don't think so. Mm. You know, hmm, your computational uh, manifestations are incorrect, David Spade. Now I know how the African slaves felt when they were pulled off in their oh. yoke. That's an actual Sheldon Cooper. No line. shit! Did he really say that? Uh-huh. No way! Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I can find the clip. Oh my god, he said that. Yeah, they had they wrote that. Like yes. he just delivered the line. It wasn't like him say like wait. It was on the show, right? Yes, it was on the show. It was on the show. Here it is. Here it is. There's a YouTube clip of this. Yes. Oh. Do we really have to go to Mrs. Wallowitz's house? We do. And I expect you to be on your best behavior. Now I know how the African slaves felt. <laughs> Being oh. dragged from their homes to labor under the yoke of the white man. Are you honestly comparing Thanksgiving dinner at Wallowitz's mom's with one of the greatest tragedies in the history of mankind? Yes. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Edgy! Damn! I can't... Can that you... is like... They let... Can you... Oh, he's doing... There's another part. No traffic. We're sailing. Yes. Like we're on a ship. Oh, no! Oh, my God. Coming from Africa to America. Oh, my God! Sheldon, 
This is completely inappropriate. You can't keep comparing yourself to a slave. Yes, Miss Amy. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey Happy Thanksgiving. I do not be it in smells wonderful. Episode. Anyone slaving away in the kitchen? Because I should know what you... Oh my <laughs> god. That wasn't in a real episode, was that it? That was a real episode. Oh my god. The Thanksgiving decoupling. Holy shit. That is like, they definitely let like a uh, 4chan fedora wearing alt-right type, like Peppa the Frog meme sharing dude onto the show for that episode only because i watched episodes of that and it's usually just boring but like that is like whoa that's spicy edgelord status like holy shit <laughs> i can't believe they got away with that ah <laughs> oh, i mean like i guess it really shows you that like that's like nixon's silent majority watches that show you know <laughs> like <laughs> like not like the, the hep crowd wouldn't like like there was no punchline to that it wasn't. Like, it was uh, yes. Was the punchline? Yes, like yes, I yeah. am. Yes, I am a slave. I am. I am, yeah. Like wow. Like oh, he's he. It's Sheldon. Like that's no excuse. <laughs> right there. I wonder if Young Sheldon is just as racist. Uh, is that has that uh, premiered yet? Oh yeah. Oh, it has. Yeah. Oh wow. I think it's. I think season one's over. Oh wow. Young Sheldon. Jesus, time flash flies by. Time flashes. Listen, mother. You can't take me to school today, as I have. Don't spill your coffee. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, you know, I just don't. I don't know what to think anymore. You know, sometimes, um, you turn on the television and you go, oh, "What are these people thinking? Oh, what's the deal? Oh, uh, with Hollywood? You know." It is still going. Actually, there's. Three more episodes left this season. Is it a uh, a standard twenty four ups, or is that? Uh, it's a, a seventeen upper. That's a seventeen upper. Wow. Usually, like what'll happen is they'll like, it'll be like six to eight episodes, and then they'll be like, at some point they'll realize they got something good, and they'll like order more, mm-hmm. like mid season, or or they'll like wait at a year and then make out like make a full twenty four up, up season. Okay. Ever. Kind of like uh, like The Office and Perks and Rick. But, you know. <sighs> Ooh, there's an episode in here that I think you'll like. Rockets, Communists, and the Dewey Decimal System. Mm. Sheldon learns that his mother is worried about not having any friends. He therefore gets a copy of How to Win Friends and Influence People from the school library and tries its methods mm-hmm. on various students. Uh-huh. Um, Yikes. He eventually meets a Vietnamese-American boy named Tam. Oh, boy. Who sees him with the book, and they share how difficult it has been for them to make friends. As they start speaking, they realize they also share an interest in rocketry. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's nice. Um, she insi- His mother insists that Sheldon invite Tam over for dinner and lifts the ban on Sheldon's model rocket hobby. Hob- Hobby, the dinner turns awkward when Sheldon's parents exhibit cultural insensitivity as Tam tells him the story of his life. Now, if there's anything that we've learned about Chuck Lorre and and his writing staff, uh, it's that they know how to handle sensitive subjects sensitive like racial subjects yeah. like that. Whoa. You know. Yeah. They know how to be sensitive to that. Well, <laughs> that has been our episode. Wow. That's a great note to end it on. Yeah. Where can people find you, Ray? Um, they can find me on the Twitter uh, at Lil Francois Baby. Uh, BB. Um, you figured out. And, uh, yeah. I don't want you on my Twitter anyways. You're not funny enough for me. 
I need you to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you want to listen to some old ass music, you can go on uh, Von Awesome SoundCloud. I still have music up there. I plan on buying a computer this year. Um, you know, like in a house too, or some point. So um, I don't know how that's gonna work in. Maybe I'll make some new music. Um, but uh, there's a really important thing if. You guys are on the serious tip. Let's get real sir, 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 sir real quick. Um, there's a big aust- uh, conference coming up. It's the uh, National Austerity Conference on the uh, the last, let me see, the last, I think it's the 24th of March. Is that the last Saturday? Yeah. It's the, well, no, it's not technically the last Saturday. The second to last Saturday, March 24th, there's uh, an all-day um Austerity conference, people from Puerto Rico are coming in to talk about um, how austerity, um, and basically if you don't know what austerity means, um, is think of it as like healthcare cuts and like um, uh, cutting block grants and grants and funding for schools and uh, um, the roads being literally like, look like they were hit by artillery, you know, social services being cut um, and like the privatization of stuff. Um, and that's what austerity is. And it's like people's water being cut off. So we're having, you know, Detroit's been hit hard by that. Um, especially the city, you know, the city, parts of the city are being gentrified. Um, and, you know, basically it's the Gilbert corridor. Um, and, uh, so there's a, uh, moratorium now coalition is putting forward, uh, this conference. Um, like I said, the Puerto, uh, Puerto Rican, Electric Electricians Union uh, representatives are going to be there to talk about what happened in Puerto Rico after the aftermath of the hurricane. Um, they're uh, national. They're the one of the few Latin American countries in uh, that have like a nationalized or Caribbean countries that have a nationalized um, uh, power structure or power system, uh, energy system, and it's being. Uh, privatized, um, and they're using the excuse of the hurricanes to justify it. Um, so yeah, if you come down, you'll uh, you'll learn more about how austerity is affecting us and what we can do to organize and defeat austerity um, uh, from the local level to all the way to Wall Street. You know, so come on down. That's March twenty fourth. Um, there's a um, on Twitter, you can do hashtag defeat austerity to learn more information. On Facebook, you can do the same defeat austerity, or you can look it up. Um, National Austerity Conference in Detroit. Um, it's going to be it's going to be pretty interesting, and uh, I hope everyone from the uh, area who's interested comes down because it's really important that we start fighting back against uh, the attacks the bankers and the military industrial complex has been putting on us. You know. So, Roger that, baby. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with Young Punk. They're a electronic trip-hop R&B band. Very excited to have them on the show. Uh, and here is a song off of uh, the Picasso's' new live record. It's a... Uh, He's releasing songs throughout 20, uh, uh, 2018 uh, from their live recordings from the year 2017, and he's kind of releasing them uh, you know, as he goes. 
Um, and this one is called Smoke and Mirrors. So Ooh. thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with Young Punk. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah.
The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Wow, that was great.